what's up guys? Welcome to the Social Shack podcast. We are your hosts, Farzad, Sadia, and Rochelle. We are here to bring back the good vibes and the big smile. So- Dude, there's no easy way to introduce this man. There's just one way. Chakde, oh chakde India. After hearing these two, I'm sure you would have guessed it by now what we are doing. In case you haven't, it's sports. So, the diversity of India's culture, people and tribes is mirrored in the country's large range of sports disciples. So, to shed light on sports and physical literacy, we have Sonali Gupta, who is an entrepreneur, author, motivational speaker, social media personality, and much more, who is enthusiastic about sports and the Indian sports ecosystem. She's the CEO and creator of Go Beyond Sports and she's determined to empower as many people as possible via sports. Hi Sonali, how are you? Hi, very well. How are you? We're good. Are you excited for having this talk with us today? I'm very excited to talk about the topic because it's really my most favorite topic to talk about. Great. So let's start with the questions. Uh, We'd want to elaborate a bit more about yourself because you have done commendable works in the field of sports. So, um, sports is a passion for me. I like most people my age in growing up in our 90s. uh, We've played a lot of sports in our own communities. We've played a lot of sports growing up. And when I say sports, it's not necessarily structured sports, but we have all had a lot of fun and games while growing up. So um, mostly if you speak to parents who are probably in the age age group, they would all say that, you know, we, we would have about almost two or three hours of play time, which could be a lot of structured sports. But again, it had a lot of fun games that we would also invent ourselves just to keep us going. Uh, I think my passion for sports started from there. I loved the idea of playing. I've grown up playing uh, cricket back then as my favorite sport. It still is. I absolutely love watching it. I love playing it. And um, I watch every sport. Uh, the whole idea of watching a sport, the, co- the competition, the energy that sports holds, uh, I think that's very vital for me. Flash forward to today, I play badminton now currently, and I'm also competing for the first time in my life. So, you know, sports really does play a very, very vital and important part in my life personally. I think that one line where you said you love watching cricket and I think that has touched every Indian's heart who's going to hear this. Yes, we are also in the middle of the biggest uh, festival of cricket currently. So, every second individual has an inclination towards sports. But the issue is that sports is not regarded a viable career option in this country. What are your thoughts on this? Well, very clearly, because uh, one also has to look at the kind of socio-economic, you know, status that our country has primarily, the kind of people that we have, uh, you know, sort of the lower middle class makes for majority of our country. And uh, if you're going to look at it, say, from a layman's perspective and not talking about data and statistics, uh, any one of them would look at wanting 
their child to excel in a career that would be able to bring home a little bit more of the money or perhaps help them grow because sports so far not today but maybe say until 5 years ago did not have the kind of opportunities where they could look at it as a money making career a lot of parents dissuaded the children back then even if they would have had the potential also because we as a country were lacking in a lot of infrastructural development for sports or opportunities or perhaps a proper structure or policy of course today that is not the case because because everybody has a story to follow right look at where cricket is we have become the leaders of cricket where we are influencing the world of cricket through india uh, in terms of office bearers in terms of policies in terms of what we are bringing to the platform in cricket the similar story is now for other sports like athletics of course neeraj chopra will always be talked about for the for the next coming years because of what he's achieved at this olympic in in the same breath there are ex olympians who have won golds and medals for us there are uh, badminton players pv sindhu being one of them sanya nehwal being one of them the girls who are who stood out there mary kom i mean the list is endless the moment parents see the kind of grassroots as well and then everybody can say that okay when this person can why not we so i think today if we talk about it i would not say that there aren't enough opportunities in sports in fact there is so much opportunity in sports because it is still not tapped true actually i really like what you said i mean it's something a lot of parents need to hear on this uh, question so moving on the emphasis on mental health for sports person is a crucial is as crucial as maintaining a top physical form so my question to you is why is mental health so important when you are a sports person i would say mental health is most important for every human being it becomes doubly important for a sports person simply because sports is a place where you are stepping out of your comfort zone you are constantly competing with yourself you are constantly moving ahead of where you are today you are constantly trying to improve from where you are uh, you are constantly going out of the box you are learning new skill you are uh, upgrading your skill you are technically making yourself sounder you are going out of the environment that you are into newer environments sports itself is extremely demanding as as an entity the moment you are competing and then the moment you are getting into your nationals and international zones you also realize that there is so much more that is possible there is probably so much that is still lacking also your own internal journey of where you want to be if you are looking at yourself for wanting to be a gold medalist and be at the podium or be a finisher then you really need to have that kind of mental strength to help you build the resilience to help you build the, the discipline that is required to become a number 1 there is a huge difference between somebody wanting to be number 1 and somebody putting in everything it takes to be the number 1 
So when you're putting in everything that it takes to be a number one, it is always going to be a holistic development. It is never going to be like you very rightly said. It's not only about physical. You as an entire human being, which includes physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, has to come forth to win that medal. It cannot be one box that takes you there. It, so hence, mental health, mental fitness is a part and parcel of any human being also and far more in sports. You cannot isolate it from sports at all. I think what you said right now is really important for all the youth to know. So our next question is, we searched through your blogs and identified one that was very interesting, which is why is it necessary for schools in India to make physical literacy and obligatory elements of the curriculum. And we'd want you to elaborate on this for the audience. So I am really uh, speaking a lot about physical literacy. Now, you know, I would like to say that going back when I started my company, Go Beyond Sports, uh, perhaps three years ago, all I knew was that I had a vision and I had a mission. And if I have to put it in, in um, simpler words, all I wanted was to introduce a sporting culture in our country, a place where, say, your mum and uh, somebody else's uh, father or maybe a grandfather, even at the age of, say, a 40 or a 60 or a 70, uh, can step out there and start playing a sport. We do not, where we do not have sunday lunches but perhaps sunday uh, adventure sports days where a parent and a child are getting together spending their time playing and uh, you know having fun and games rather than again revolving around say maybe a movie or another kind of outing the idea is that movement and being physically active is a very, very vital component for us as human beings. And then physical literacy as a word came along for me. And I realized this is exactly what I have been advocating and talking about. And hence, uh, now I have a definition to put my entire mission and vision into. So for me, yes, talking about physical literacy really again then becomes a very passionate subject. So if you look at the definition of physical literacy, the art of knowing and excelling in fundamental body movements and sports skills with confidence, motivation, competence, uh, you know, it's the, the, these are the things that when you learn as a child, say in a school, you will be able to take it forward for you for the rest of your life. The moment you have learned a skill of say how to catch a ball confidently, how to be uh, uh, balanced when you are catching the ball and how to be say when you feel good about having caught the ball or when your friends appreciate the fact that you did it. So as a child you have developed the literacy for being physically active of say playing with the ball. And then when even when you're a 50 year old and you want to be physically active, you could probably very easily go back to catching ball. So the in, in the most simpler way also physical literacy becomes a little more important over talking about it as physical activity. 
So if we go to see in our schools currently, we have say a half an hour of PE. Now there are out of say a uh, hundred children in a foyer or maybe in two classes together, uh, there might be 10 who are absolutely passionate about physical uh, PE classes, physical education because they love the old idea. But there will be so many of them who don't even want to have that PE. They just want to sit there, chat. Maybe they just don't want to do the drills. So the idea is that physical uh, activity and physical education periods as we call them or classes or lectures become a little boring and mandatory for most kids who do not want to look at it. But the moment you add physical literacy to it, the moment you add the uh, the kind of confidence or motivation or the competence or just body movements to it, which does not necessarily have to be structured. So it could be a dance, it could be a yoga, it could just be playing dog and the bone for or a cocoa or it could be playing catch or hide and seek. All of these also involve movement. Probably even a tug of war involves movement. So anything that makes you move, anything that makes you do something physically is physical literacy in a way. You know, I think the part where you mentioned age is very important and also it is very important for if I mean, kids are really quick at grasping something and when you inculcate such things in them, they grasp it very quickly. So I think that's very good. I not every child into the same drill that you're doing for the rest of for the rest of them. You could give a certain child an X amount of skill level which they are apt at versus another child who could be having another set of skills. We all have some kind of skill within us. There is nobody who is devoid of something, right? We all have something in us. So the idea is to be able to, to give a platform and give that. And literacy as a word is what? Literacy is just is being educated in something. The moment you are educated in knowing your own physical body, the moment you're educated in knowing your own physical movements, it becomes a life lesson. And then you take forward that as a skill for the rest of your life and you will always be physically fit and active. Well, moving on, the COVID-19 pandemic has appended many aspects of life, including every area of sports has been impacted from athletes to media coverage. So basically, what are your thoughts on this? I do think that COVID, yes, had put a stop onto a lot of structured sports and a lot of structured linear way of living. But again, the pandemic and COVID gave everybody um, so much of um, creativity. There wasn't an athlete who hasn't worked out at home even during COVID. Yes, may not have been able to go to the gym or may not have had the right equipment. But if you look at videos from people in say the last two years of lockdown, uh, people have done immensely creative work. They have probably rolled sock into balls and used that for their training. They have used uh, bottles as weights, you know, you know, uh, your bislery or whatever, any, any water bottle. Um, 
filled with water or filled with sand or filled with rocks whatever they could find to use as added weights um, people have used glasses as markers to keep their training going people have used uh, jump ropes in in say in badminton they've used clothing line to keep it going so where has somebody not done what they wanted to do to keep active but again to remain active to choose to keep being physically um, going to keep movement for your body going is always going to be a choice um, if covid didn't happen we would not have known how else to innovate ourselves so i think it's been quite a blessing in disguise where most of us have learned to get out of comfort zone have learned to know that uh, not it is not necessary to have the structure or the equipment you could actually use whatever is available and still do what you want to do you know i very strongly agree with the fact that it's uh, made everyone um, you know learn more and i think it's given everyone a very creative approach not only to their uh, sports routines but also their workout routines as well absolutely everyone so as we all know india does not have specific sports laws but are there any indian sports regulations that have any negative consequence for the indian sports community i may not want to put down any policy as a positive or a negative but uh, i do think that every policy can be misused um regardless of what it is so while i would like to say give an example of the quotas that people have say for sports a lot of kids or a lot of people would probably then want to just use that as a piggy bank for the rest of their life maybe they they don't end up putting in as much effort knowing that they could get into a sports quota and then uh, you know have it have it easier without having to put in a lot more effort into their careers um of course like i said fi- until 5 years ago perhaps we did not have enough spending that was happening on sports but the budgets have been increased the infrastructure because we are also winning see it's also sometimes it's it's a cycle right it's it's a push when you see something you want it more until you see something you are kind of also dilly dallying over it because people can see the medals because people can see the fame and fortune because people can see the money and the sponsorships and the ads everyone is now suddenly looking at it and there is a lot of twinkle in everybody's eye because they think they can all get it and why not everyone can get it so of course once that is in tow and because there is more demand for it now um the policies will also change and um, again while the policies may change for the better there will always be something that can be misused yes very uh, true and i have seen to a certain extent uh, improvement in certain policies when we watch stuff i mean there has been a certain it's not a very big change definitely but there is a small change uh, that has been happening absolutely there are there are changes happening all around and uh, sports is not the only sector there is always change happening in every area of our life 
Okay, so this is something that uh, many individuals consider, particularly those considering a career in sports. So what do you think the future of sports will be in the next five years? Absolutely brilliant, because I can't even begin to imagine the kind of things that sports brings to the table right now, right from earlier, uh, probably it was about just events and athletes, but there are so many peripheries today to sports, right from athlete and their management to um, which includes then bringing in sponsorship, bringing in broadcasting for rights for them, uh, you know, almost creating and making a celebrity out of them to their social media management, to their image management, to the PR, uh, sports management in terms of um, events, uh, management in terms of sports companies today. So probably even the financial aspects of it. Um, there are, there are uh, careers in the field of sports periphery. So you have all kinds of experts, right? From psychologists to nutritionists to physiotherapists uh, to statistics to data analysis to, um, you know, now you have e-gaming. So then again, that's a different world altogether with, with everything that e-gaming is all about. Uh, tech is getting updated all the time. You have merchandise that is coming in. There is accessories. Um, you know, there is fan code happening. NFTs is happening. Metaverse is happening. I mean, uh, it's, it's just out there. And I think for the youth today, I you know, words like NFTs and Metaverse and gaming and all of this is something that a lot of them are now connecting to. And, and imagine making careers out of probably just playing video games for that matter. So yes, I think in the next five years, there is going to be so much that is possible. There are so many institutes that are imparting sports education. We have specific sports management courses now in India, which are rec recognized and aggregated by the universities, by the government. So I think there is absolutely no dearth in, uh, in a career um, in sports today. You know, there was something you mentioned in between which uh, got my attention. So you said there has been a lot of courses which have been added uh, regarding sports. So could you give us a rough idea of what are the kind of courses that have been added? So yes, there is a lot of um, aspects to sports. There is uh, the business management aspect of sports. So there is sports business management, there is sports athlete management, there is uh, management and finances uh, that are looked into in sports. There is HR in sports. There is, um, there is a lot that is happening. Institutes are... Um, getting formed um i mean I, I, out of the head i have just recently read about a couple of new in, uh, universities that are introducing sports management courses so uh, you know i think out there there is a lot available it really depends on what piques the interest of somebody who wants to look at sports as a career and want to make money out of it and want to learn and grow further also, what we are looking at probably is is there is so much opportunity right from the local uh, sports and the local events and the local regional stuff to um, probably at state level and then at national level and then 
um, look at where sports is internationally we as a country are just getting there with internationally sports is already a huge um, sector in terms of business and industry uh, there is so much media that's happening there is ott there are you know there is the entertainment aspect of sports as well so there is a lot there is ticketing aspects of sports so uh, there is sports travel that is happening there is adventure sports as a thing um i think i think we are spoiled for choice we definitely are spoiled for choice okay so like you know what you've said right now i think has answered many people's question in different ways well Thank you, Sonali. Um, so now to end this podcast on a very positive note, what do you have to say to all the sports enthusiasts out there? I would say, keep eating, breathing, sleeping sports. <laughs> Never give that up because sports is is a life lesson, and sports is a life skill. and uh, i would i would want everyone out there to think about it on probably a daily basis what is it that sport has taught you uh, what is that one life lesson perhaps discipline perhaps motivation perhaps inspiration just probably the ability to take a loss very well or be able to celebrate your little wins being able to take small steps and build up a goal uh being able to visualize a goal being able to do goal setting being able to do um uh you know probably be able to push yourself physically and mentally so these are little skills that you learn from sports and then you kind of it trickles down into your life because it makes you who you are it molds you as a person and uh, maybe because you're into a sport you say no to a coach just like ronaldo did because he valued his body and what he puts into it for his sport and for his life and living over what was offered to him so perhaps that can be motivation enough you know i think when you said this we all had a very big smile on our faces because i think it connected to our younger selves in a way because i think in this time we have lost connection with sports to a very big extent because of and you know what you said right now has really touched us in a way i'm sad and i really hope that uh, a lot more people might want to look at it uh, studies is important yes mostly people are in those various stages of your their student life or perhaps even as young adults making a new career or starting new lives or even as an adult where you are already set into a routine life where you already have your kids and your household and your businesses or your professional work going on or as a senior citizen where you are already you know having some physical ailments so there are there are always going to be reasons for not wanting to do something but then there will also always be a reason for you to get up there and uh, start moving and if you look at sports only as movement and as physical physical literacy as movement maybe one day at a time maybe it is a few um walks down the lane which will convert into a run and then maybe a marathon I really love the way you have answered this question. I I have personally loved it. Thank you so much Sonali for your time. It was wonderful having you here with us and 
discussing this topic which is near and dear to every indian's heart thank you we are very glad you had a good time uh, chatting with us so we come to an end with yet another episode stay tuned for more upcoming content this is rochelle farzad and sadia signing out take care stay healthy and pass on the good vibes and don't forget to follow us on our social media handles and after listening to this podcast get your asses up from the sofa and go play some sports bye guys